There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Let me just make this here. You say in your book, there is no history of the black man settling down with one woman right. and never desiring to have another before right. slavery during slavery or after slavery That's the black the man truth. has never been recorded to have just one woman right well i think there's some actual facts we can look at on that monogamy has failed for the white man in america but this is like saying it's okay it's not me saying it's okay this is how they're living i'm giving you the history of what their life is black men haven't been waiting on me to tell them it's all right to have more than one woman Neither have white men. <laughs> you know, this is just what they do. Uh, I'm not talking about fornication and adultery. I'm not talking about one night stands and running around rampant with other women. That's not the kinds of when I say more than one woman relationship. Mm -hmm. I mean that before we came to America, our men had more than one wife and family. And we were satisfied with it. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast. I am your host. I know it's been a long-ass time since we were on these fucking airwaves, but I'm your host, Papa Minnow. And as always, I'm joined by my bum-ass... No, I'm joking. He's making a turn for his life. So I'm joined by my trusty co-host, uh, Gabe Eppard. Gabe... How the fuck are you doing? I haven't seen you in fucking forever. <laughs> Bitch, don't wear no shoes in the house. Uh, yo, this song is so fire. It's changed my life. Yo, literally before we start recording, I'm like, yo, what level are you going to talk at? This guy's like, oh, I'm going to talk like this. As soon as is he it, gets his intro, he starts fucking yelling. Well, no, I, fi know. I fixed it a little bit. I mean, I'm going to bring it down a bit. I just, okay, what, do you want me to not be excited? <laughs> no, like, I just, how have you been? This guy goes in st full Stephen A mode. And I just expect <laughs> me to come like, oh, I've been fine. 
Papa. I just want you to be at one consistent level. Yeah, if you're gonna be hype, be hype. I'll give you consistent for the rest of the episode. You can't hype me up. Like, come on in, and then be like, I'm, That's not, true. I'm gonna obviously drop a wrestling promo when you're like hyping like that. Come on, you're trying to do your job well. I'm trying to do mine here. All right, uh, but how you been, man? Other, uh, other than me trashing you right now. <laughs> I've been good, up and down. You know, life's a roller coaster. Word for real. Honestly, 2019 was pretty trash. I'm not gonna lie. Not the whole thing. Just, just the ending of it was kind of like. If like iffy, wishy washy, like to me, Christmas didn't really feel like Christmas. Like obviously I was on vacation, which was kind of cool, but then like as some of you guys know, I busted my foot, so I can't yeah. really walk on that shit I right mean, now. Do we know? Because you know, they don't know. No, some people, some people know, some people I don't. Know, know. I haven't, like, I haven't like posted anything official because I felt like that official. was a little bit like odd to do. I love post anything official, like you're having a baby or something. I haven't gone official with it. I haven't gone public. With yeah, it. I haven't gone public with my foot being broken, Fair but. You know what I'm gonna say here though is like honestly the one thing I did this is gonna sound so I'm gonna get corny I'm about to like sound lame and out of character <laughs> but I isn't did, that always you though no I'm I'm gonna get positive is what I meant you know oh, okay yeah okay. so I was like I feel you. so one of the things I did like it was 2020 right so everyone's doing the reflect on the last decade type thing and honestly I did it and I felt better because I was like I, I'm not where I want to be in my life or my career necessarily, which has always kind of gave me anxiety and like worried me in that. But reflecting on the last 10 years of like the stuff I've done yeah. and the experience I've had, as corny as this is gonna sound again, <laughs> is like, it was like pretty dope. Like between like, since 2010, between sports, doing this like journalism, finishing my degree, finishing yeah. graduate school, going back to graduate school, Doing what? This is my third different podcast. Sticking with this podcast, seeing forty episodes out. Like people I haven't even talked to, reaching out to me, talking about it and stuff. Like, yeah, I'm not exactly where I'm at, and like I have friends and that, like starting families, blah blah blah. But I'm doing what I want to do, and the things that I've traded for the stability that I may have had now. Yeah, is also pretty dope to look at it. Like backpacking South America, all that stuff. You know, coming to Toronto, staying here, and all that too. So. It actually was kind of a good New Year for me. Uh, oh, okay, that's good then. Which is wild. <laughs> I did not expect, you know what I mean? Like it was, I mean, things are still stressful. It sucks. I'm poor. Student loans, yada, yada, yada. But yeah, but you can still be like in a shitty job that you don't really like. And yeah, I mean, yeah, you have stability, day, like, but like you could be bored of what you the fuck your 30, you're doing. And then it's like the New Year, the decade and everything. You're like, yeah, okay. that's true. It's just like, it made me look back on it. It's like, this is. Very few people that can say they've like had all experience I've had. Yeah, that's 10 years, that's, you know that's very I mean? true. So I may not have the house and kids, but wild but life. I backpacked, bitch. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like I mean, like you know, I met some girls, I did some things, like whatever, and I came out. Okay, that's corny. STD free. <laughs> That's not corny though. Yeah, <laughs> STDs are not cool. Yeah, no baby, no STD is wild. Good for me. You can cut that out, my mom. <laughs> Yo, I was just about to say, can you please play that? Oh man, I'm just kidding, mom. Uh, but yeah, virgin. but yeah, I didn't go, I didn't go that far back. Like I didn't go throughout the entire decade. But I do agree with you. In like the past few years, like we have done some pretty dope shit. Like even going to Florida and covering yeah, like, the Blue Jays and shit like that was pretty dope. Like that's an that's a cool experience. Um, like me working at Sportsnet was like a pretty cool experience too. Like that's something that like. I never would have thought of, or even being like on TV. Like I never, I mean, like I never, never thought, but like being on TV was like when you're a kid, like that's like one of the ultimate dreams yeah. that you have. So like, I think, we do, I think, I think that's kind of dope that I was able to like accomplish that and stuff like that too. For so. me too, don't you find like the things I've never really, like once I've done these things, like yeah, like Florida, like going to all these games, like 
like meeting all his people. Like I met my like hero, like my mentor. Like, yeah, like cabbie and shit. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. But like for me, I don't appreciate it enough. Often, like when you went on CBC or like TV, like the next like day where you, like I was going, oh, that's dope. But I didn't like. If you told me I was gonna do that, I would have been way happier. But instead, I was like, "What's the next move?" Like, you know what I mean? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Look back and appreciate that. And often, I think I don't do that. I think we don't do that. Even with the podcast and stuff too. Like each time we get more and more followers, people say they listen to it. I'm like, "That's dope." But it's like, okay, what's next? What's the Rather next step? How yeah? How we happy get more that people we have here. like 20, 30 people who are actually reaching out to us and saying like, "We listen to you talk for an hour," which is crazy. Yeah, you know which is mean? not like the reality <laughs> is, and like, people check in like. And that stuff too. And I never, I, it was just nice during the holidays. I finally did that and sat down and was like, whatever. Um, I still did shit. We still did shit. So, yeah, uh, real quick, as always, guys, um, like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms at Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Spotify. I don't know if I already said that yeah. or not. I'm kind of lost. Um, but you know, I agree with that because that was one of the reasons why I want to get back in the booth so quickly is because people kept hitting me up. It's like, yo, what's the weight? Like, what am I going to listen to at work? Like, you guys have been off for the past three months. Like, what are you doing? Okay, first blah, of all, it's only been like a month. Okay, sorry, not three months. No, but yeah, I know, they, yeah. but people are like, but we deserve a but break. It, we literally went every week for like almost a year straight. Yeah, but I mean, like a month is a long time. Like, I'd rather come back and be consistent. But, I mean, I did break my foot as well, too, which <laughs> kind of like immobilized me. Um, and the studio that we do record in, the first two weeks are like not available to us. So that was part of the reason why we couldn't get in here to record. Dude, yeah, we have to hustle just to even get these. Like, it's, people don't even see behind the scenes. Like, I had to literally lie, seat, and chill just to get like some timing. <laughs> that is true. But we're back on the airways. We're back in the cast. We've got a lot of shit to discuss. Um, I don't know about pop culture wise because I haven't really been on Twitter. So, like, I don't know what's really popping out there in terms of pop culture. I feel like nothing really big has happened other than like music, which is which is good because music is what we do cover on this podcast. So, I'm glad there is a lot of music that's been out. Um, but I did want to start with uh, our random segment, as always. Uh, we just put out a playlist uh, for the podcast. It's going to be something that I'll update weekly. I'll probably take out like five songs um, each week and then replace them with another five or something like that. Something along those lines and change it up. Or maybe like me and Gabe will add five each every week or something like that. I don't know. I haven't decided how I want to do it, but... Check out the playlist. It's on Spotify. It's on um, Apple Music. Uh, I have the link on my Instagram bio if you want to get a quick access to that because I know some people said they couldn't find it when they were searching. So check the link on my bio. Um, and, yeah, maybe I'll find a better way to do that. But real quick, like I said, I was on vacation. I went to Jamaica with my family over the Christmas holidays. It was all good. I want to say just, just a week, a week ago, ago, but yeah, <laughs> it's, been, it's been many weeks. I know. That was the worst part. So we landed um, at like, I think, six or five o'clock um, Eastern. And then it took us like an hour and a half to get to the resort that we were staying at. So by the time we got to the resort, it was nighttime. Um, so we pretty much just chilled that first night. And then literally the first day out, me and my sister decided to go to the beach and to like check out the resort and to see what's going on. So I hit the gym that they had there, which was absolutely atrocious. It was probably one of the worst gyms I've ever yeah, been to. Yeah, well, it was a Jamaican gym. Yeah, but I mean, like, I, I went to a Mexican gym at the... I mean, I guess the resort that I went to two years ago was a way different. So yeah. that gym was, like, a lot... Um, 
like a well, like higher class Traveling or whatever. Traveling and trying to do gyms are one of the hardest things. Like yeah, but it, it helps though. Like makes no, your it, it makes your is, vacation like, a little North bit America's better. North America is way more about the gym life than most countries. And stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, because I think they have more manual labor for when they're doing shit, yeah. so they don't yeah, really need to hit the gym not as a much. Sedimentary, but yeah, sed- yeah, sedimentary. I think You're that's right, the word. Where they don't move. Or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe that is the word. <laughs> yeah. Sed- uh, yeah, you are right. Bang vocab. Anyways, continue. My bad. Oh no, sedentary Sedent- is the word actually. Yeah, sedentary. Anyways, um, so I hit the gym. It was like super small, not too much equipment. A lot of people were using the equipment and stuff like that. So it got super hot, obviously, as well, too, because we're in Jamaica. And then me and my sister decided to go to the beach. She wanted to take a couple pictures for Instagram. And as I was taking the pictures, I looked at them. They looked all right. So as I was going to give it to my sister, I didn't realize that I was standing on this rocky ledge. And as I took my first step off the ledge it was a little bit higher than i expected my foot just got caught and like rolled over itself and at first i just thought it was a regular foot sprain so i'm like okay like i'll ice it up i'll be fine the next day but then literally as i went to bed and like woke up the next day i could not step on it whatsoever um but by the end of the trip like maybe day three four five like i was able to walk in it i was limping anything you just try to suck it up no so like the one in i sucked it up because the one in jamaica (laughs) they were charging like 30 usd just to get checked out and I'm like, bro, I'm not like going off resort, wasting all that time and spending $30 USD, which is like 45 Canadian just to get checked at some random ass doctor here. Yeah. Um, and they said they weren't going to do anything. Like they said they weren't going to wrap it or anything along those lines. So I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just wait till I go back. So I sucked it up for the rest of the trip. Like I was still able to do stuff. Um, it was just like did slower you, paced. Like, literally hopping? Did you get some like crutches? Like, how'd you- no, like I was like physically stepping on the broken foot. But it was that like couldn't be good long term, man. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It is what it, it definitely is. isn't. It I mean, probably it's not up for debate. It's absolutely not. Like you can't be like true. Oh, it probably wasn't a broken foot walking. I mean, but it worked though. No, it worked, it worked in the but end. It's so. not like you're like rushing back to like make the NFL season. But it's not good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, probably I put my health at risk probably for the rest of the trip. But it ended up working out. So I, I was able to get to the pool and stuff. I was still able to drink a little bit. Um, I was still able to eat. So the trip ended up being all right for the most part. Um, but yeah, breaking my foot definitely sucked and it got 2020 off to a rocky start. No pun intended, but we're here. We're back. Uh, appreciate all the return listeners. Thank you guys. As always, we are going to get into some news. First off, did you want to talk about your new year's resolution? You kind of already hit on that and we can talk about other shit. Uh, yeah. I mean, let's talk about life is good. I want to start with music. Okay. Um, I personally think that that's video of the year so far. Um, it's definitely in contention. I thought it was pretty dope uh, how Drake and Future got like back to their roots and like did a dope ass video like this. Um, apparently, that spot that they were using as well too is a real restaurant that Future opened up like literally a few days ago. So I think it's called Hot Lannis or some shit like that. Um, if you haven't checked out the video, definitely check it out. It's also on the playlist as well too. Does this mean that we're getting a Future and Drake album? What a time to be alive! That would. That would be nice. I hope. I hope so. I don't know. Looking back at that, um, I, like at the time, it was like it was dope. But whatever, like a seven, eight album EP. But like still Nine now, songs. Looking, now looking back at it, it's like it was pretty dope. Like the songs still have like relevance play, today. Yeah, yeah, and they have good playback value. Like whenever I hit the gym, I still throw on some of the songs and stuff. So yeah, and I, I appreciate seeing the effort put into the video. Also, so what I read a- along these lines though is. So we might be seeing this a lot more because apparently 
streaming now from YouTube and that will count. We'll count towards yeah sales numbers. and all that, which which is good because now we'll have people putting more back in uh, effort into the videos and that instead of just like throwing up the iPhone recorded YouTube videos and that. Yeah. So I think this might be the trend towards it as well. I think videos have been on the rise though. There's been yeah, recently, there's been, dope, there's been a I lot of dope videos in the past though, few years. Then like the big companies are gonna see value. Like there's been obviously dope videos and you had the lyrical lemonade and all those guys, like a couple of dope producers and stuff. But I'm just saying it's even gonna increase that even more. Get competitive with the videos and it, for the nostalgia factor it'd be nice to have some like some of that like Big hype Williams. Remember back in the day when they're dropping like millions on like videos and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for That'd sure. Saying that, yeah, and the song, the song Bang. Like, I don't know. I, I personally like the the beat switch was a little too much for me. Uh, yeah, like, I felt I like I would like to hear both. If they're gonna beat switch like that, I'd like to hear both of them on it on you the same beat. Saying? Yeah, you know, like both go on each beat. Uh, and go back and forth, but that's my only complaint. I prefer the first half in Drake's verse um, <laughs> for it. So, what about you? Um, I actually like Future's verse on it. Wow. Not maybe not more. I think I like them equally as well because, like, like you said, it's a beat switch where it's like both of them are shining on their own, like, but it's like a, on their like own two sounds. Completely different songs, almost. I know. I think that's what I didn't like at first is that like it sounds like two very different songs, like. It doesn't like switch into a beat that sounds similar to the first half. It's just like completely different. Um, but I kind of like it just for the fact that like Drake gets to shine on his own part and then Future gets to shine on his own part. Because one of the issues with What a Time to Be Alive, the first one, was that it was basically catered towards Future and then Drake just kind of like adapted to that sound and tried to add it. Um, whereas with this, I feel like. They kind of realize that, and now they're like, oh, like maybe we can just do it where I'm going to rap on my own, and then you kind of just rap on your own sound, and we'll just like put the songs together. I'm sure they're obviously going to have like collaborative songs where the beat doesn't switch like that, um, but I didn't really mind it as much after a couple of listens, because I think that the song in general is just like super dope. I didn't, and, and, I didn't like, mind fire, it. Like, like, it's still a good song. I'm, still, I'm playing it after like three weeks, but I'm just saying um, I like the Drake. I definitely like the first beat more. I can see that for sure. I like Drake's part a lot too, but I think like Future's first uh, lyric or whatever, um, hundred thousand on the ring or whatever, yeah. is pretty like caption worthy, pretty dope. And then like his verse going after that about like some other random bitches and shit like that was was quite entertaining. But speaking of the Toxic King himself, <laughs> this nigga no, got this nigga got booed up to Lori Harvey though. I love it. Do it. you? That means that he can't be as toxic anymore. He can, though. How? We don't stop, in what baby. Way? <laughs> we never stop. We keep going. We get booed up. We fall in love. But toxicity is in our veins. There's no cure for it. There's okay? no cure for toxicity. There's no cure. You're just, it is what it is. Like, it's like having a disease for your, li- like, for your life. Like having diabetes. It's just there. <laughs> okay? So it's something you have to live with. It's a mental health issue. Women Yo, just have to deal with said, it. Love me or leave me. Toxicity is here to stay, baby. This nigga said toxicity is like diabetes. <laughs> what yeah, the fuck? It is. It's, I'm going to get this on the mental health spectrum, okay? I'm going to be diagnosed <laughs> with toxicity, okay? Uh, and, Dre, and Future is speaking for all of us. He is an advocate for the toxic men. And I appreciate you, Future. I appreciate you. Our intro was, uh, our intro was kind of toxic still. It's an evil world we live in. <laughs> um, not really, though, because it's like, I mean, it depends on if you prescribe to polygamy or not. But, <laughs> um, no, the fact that Future is dating Lori Harvey, I mean, like, it's cool for him. Like, Lori Harvey's a beautiful woman. I just find it crazy how, like... Is that all- Steve Harvey's daughter? Yes, it is. Yo, she's bad. I know. She's absolutely banging. She's probably, like, one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life. 
Um, but I just find it crazy how all these rappers pass around the same girls. Like she's already dated Diddy's son. Then apparently she dated Diddy himself. Um, oh yeah! Wow, I forgot about that. That's yeah, weird. which which is nuts. Like, how do you go from dating the son to dating the father? Um, and then she messed around with someone else too. Also, Steve Harvey cannot be happy about this. Like, he has to be having a conniption in his mind about the fact that his woman is dating one of the most toxic his woman, his daughter. Oh yeah, his daughter. Sorry. Yeah, I'm about to say, dear God. Honestly, <laughs> that his daughter is dating one of the most toxic males in the industry. Yeah, right but Steve now. Harvey is a scumbag too, though. Like on the low key. Oh, I is mean, he? obviously not. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like left his wife. Like cheat, cheated all the time. He's one of those like fake Christians. Who <laughs> man, go online. There's so much dirt about this guy. Apparently, it's I've, such ne- I've never heard of any of this. Yeah. I, I, I'm like, oh, usually, I know. Usually, people who appear to be the cleanest aren't aren't the cleanest. So like, mm-hmm. obviously, I would I would assume that that's the case but i would i haven't heard anything so i can't claim that no, he is that guy but apparently you know this but so. i mean you're still not gonna be happy just because you're a bad person doesn't mean you're gonna be happy <laughs> your daughter's dating bad people that is true um why can't these guys find other women to date though like you have a plethora of women throwing themselves at you and i understand like when you're in the industry in the in yeah, the industry it's harder to find a woman who's gonna understand like what you're going through but it still boggles my mind that they pass around, like, the same four or five women. Like, find – there has to be other women out there that can relate to your lifestyle. Like, it's not impossible. Yeah, I mean – It's just nuts that these guys always do this. It's it's true. There's, like – I mean, basically the only answer to it is what you said. Like, to a degree, everyone just, like, they're the only women that really understand. And, like, I think it's a lot of – they really don't trust certain people not to – like, go out and then write, like, a book on you and stuff, yeah. too. So that's, a, for rappers and stuff, that's apparently a really popular reason why, um, like, they'll, like, trade and be like, nah, she's good. Like, she I think won't. it's also hearsay, too. Like, a lot of times if you hear about, like, how a woman is in bed and stuff like that, like, you as a guy kind of have, like, an inkling to, to want to be, yeah. yeah, you kind of want to have, like, some kind of interest in that woman. It's like, well, so I mean, like, like, for me, like, I grew up, like, when I was, like, went to high school in, like, a suburb type thing. Like, the amount of, like, the way people wouldn't go out of the circle and, like, still dated the same girls and everything, too, in, like, a city that's pretty big was, like, surprising. So, you see it happen everywhere. I guess it's just some human nature that makes people do that, you know? True. Yeah, I could see that. But find yeah, some, it is weird, Find though. some was, other women, you know, Like I mean, but that's the thing. I, switch like, I it say up. I do this, too, but uh, <laughs> if, like, we're both millionaires and we're talking, you and me, like... Yeah, like that girl from here goes bad, <laughs> and like whatever, and she's like, she does this. Like, I get it. Like, I mean, I, I want to think I'm better than that, but all but you, signs all men, point yeah. to no. <laughs> so, your scumbag ways yeah, will not, will not it's, save it's, you in this situation. A, it's it's a disability. Okay, <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> Yo, honestly, the, with the way the world is going right now, you didn't push for that. It's That's not even. Saying. It's is, not even outrageous. This is a like, move, exactly. You but, could literally start that and be like, "No, nah, this is a disability," and there's gonna be people in, out there that are gonna in agree 10 with years you. Years from now, and someone like, said, "Like, <laughs> I can park in a handicap spot because I'm a toxic." <laughs> I wouldn't oh be surprised, God. yo. I wouldn't. I, you I, could a hundred percent get away with it today, yeah. with what I people are claiming. That's why I'm like, I'm toxic. <laughs> Oh well, go what's, right ahead. Yeah, sir. What's, yeah. Get what's the, your issue? Get on the subway and sit on the blue seats. <laughs> Sorry, I'm toxic. <laughs> it's just in my blood. There's nothing uh, I can yeah. do about it. Uh, oh honestly, my though, god! I, I agree. I, honestly, if ten years from now you said this was the case, I would. <laughs> sir, this woman some- is nine months pregnant. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just dying of toxicity, man. 
It's an oh. illness. <laughs> Severely. <laughs> <laughs> severely hampers me. I know, your girl wouldn't leave you. It's like, he's toxic. I have to stay by his side while he's struggling. Yo, I think it's even crazier that, like, Toxic was one of the biggest songs by Britney Spears. Oh, yeah. No one's really kind of put those two and two together. She, she's ahead of her time, man. She, yeah, we should. She, like, she should be. Look at, look at the toxicity <laughs> what that did to that woman, though. That poor woman the next she went bald. years after. She went nuts, man. That's what toxic men will do to you. <laughs> That's, I, I can speak for She it. should be your poster woman. Yeah, I've broken some and, souls. And the, and the song. There's some girls that look like Britney after I was done with them, that's for sure. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, our intro song, Roddy Rich, The Box, hit number one uh, f- a few weeks ago. So this is kind of old news. But it is one of the biggest songs out right now. You've heard the album. I tried listening to it. I like It was towards the end of the year that it came out. I tried listening to it during work. I wasn't really into it that much. Um, but what does it appeal with this song? Like, at, I'm not gonna lie. At first, I didn't really like it. I wasn't really fucking with it. I can understand it a little bit more now. Like, I can see why it has that hype because it's so. It's just super catchy, like that. <laughs> I don't know. And all the fucking memes are so fucking good that I can understand why people are clamoring for this song. But I just don't see the appeal like as an actual song, though. Like, there's nothing it's just super hooked. crazy. It's catchy and like. You just have lines too, like in the song, like "Bitch, don't wear no shoes in my house." Like it, I don't know. That's another thing. Why do Americans wear shoes in the house? Yeah, I don't know. Like you see that on TV shows all the time, and even like when you go to like America, like yeah, it's my, not it's not a staple for them to take off their shoes when they enter the house. Like, why is that not common sense? That like I have no. My dad does it. It's insanity, yeah, man. It's he so literally fucking mind boggling. He sleeps with the shoes on. Like he'll go into bed <laughs> in the room. What the fuck are you doing, man? Like it's so bizarre. You take like, your dirty ass shoes yeah. outside. I think it's you like, might step in like dog shit, and who else knows what? Like God knows what else you're stepping in. It's, but you're bringing that same shit into your house? Like, what the fuck? It's literally my mom would follow my dad around with, like, a broom behind him. Because, like, <laughs> she just wouldn't take his shoes off. It is so bizarre. I remember, like, because I moved here, so it was, like, too late. And I just remember, like, I would always come home. My dad would always, he'd fall asleep with his shoes on. And stuff. like, it's so weird. Like, I hate having shoes on. As soon as I get in the house. That's the off, first thing I like, want to take off. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's, like is that, it's so weird. Like, it's mind-boggling. Yeah, it, I don't even know if there's a real answer for it. Because people always say it's, like, a Midwest thing. But, like, there's colder no, places. Yeah, there's dirty. a lot. Yeah, there's, there's no answer the besides Americans are inconsiderate. <laughs> That's it. Like it's the only thing I can think of. Like, yeah, oh, so it's weird. But no, yeah, the song. I don't know. The song's catchy as shit. Uh, for like, this is gonna sound a weird comparison, but for me, he gives me those like those T Pain vibes almost because like he makes like good like on the album. You mean? No, not not his sound, but like. I've been following him, so I've watched a couple of his live videos, and he's a really talented like musician and producer and all these things as well. Yeah, but he's made this album that's like just like full of catchy TikTokable songs. True, and that, but you can tell like listening, watch videos, play like live and piano, and like constructing some songs. He's like he reminds me of a mix of maybe Black and T Pain type thing. Like Black was also signed to Flowrider before. Yeah, and that you know what I mean. Like which isn't is he's a really talented artist. So Roddy Rich is like talented as shit. So you just mean you're you're like comparing them based he, off he, of talent, like, like not necessarily yeah, like not the sound, sound or anything, the same, but okay. one of those things like but you but that's the thing is like a talented person if they put their energy into making a catchy song can appeal as well to like they'll make this catchy song but then you listen to some of the almost like throwaways on his album that are really good like war on the album is like a dope introspective song as well too yeah and it's still kind of catchy so he has that ability is what i'm saying though is to have like very few artists have that ability to make 
a really catchy song, but then you listen to the rest of the album and it's really good and introspective and deep. And I think that's why he's selling so much. He's those few artists that actually have a straw, like J. Cole too, and yeah. like a couple, and like Kendrick, like those guys. Like I really think he will be close to on that level. Obviously, I don't think lyrically is really? that well. But mu as a musician, people are underestimating how talented of a musician this guy is. True. Um, and constructing and making songs. I went back and listened to all his stuff because I didn't see the people. We talked about it. We saw his music coming out. I remember like a couple months ago we were like, yeah, who, yeah. you said who he is. I didn't know who he was either. I, yeah, like, I only knew him from him doing the hook with um, uh, Nipsey Hussle. Yeah, yeah. So like, but I did a deep dive on him. Like, I think he's definitely he's not like a blue fit. Like, he's here to stay. Like, he's gonna have like he has a fan base. Like, you're out doing Selena and Bieber while recommending you go download their songs. Yeah, basically? I I don't get that either. Like, why? <sighs> Why is he fucking passive aggressive? I think shit, it's working man. for him though, and maybe want to go listen to his music more. More so if, than theirs. Yeah, yeah, I think it worked though. That's what I'm saying. Like, but, it, but like, it's passive aggressive on their front though, not so much on his. Like, like I get he's trying to be nice, yeah, or whatever, no. and like play nice with them. But like, the fact that these artists are like, not they're not sending shots, but like Bieber's whole tweet about how he's like, oh, um, you had to go make a banger, blah blah blah. Like Yummy didn't get to number one, and like he's kind of just like whining about yeah, the fact that he didn't get number one. Yeah, because these guys are used to being told they're the best. They, him and uh, Selena have uh, two hundred million followers on Instagram. Dude, between Selena's, the two of them. Selena's is way worse than Bieber's too. She was like, she was like, oh, I don't care about numbers, but like it would mean a lot to me if you guys made my song go number one. Like, shut the fuck did, up. Did she win or lose? Did, she ended up getting number one. Her album, her album did get number one, so I was kind of cheesed about that. Yeah, but it's like, but, shut the fuck up. You just said you don't care about numbers, but like you're you're begging for your fans to stream your shit to get to number one. Um, Roddy has four million followers. They literally have two hundred million between the both of them. Yeah, and I, you're still doing numbers. Numbers. Better. Better That's than what I'm saying. Were. Like big, like like actual good music. Well, like, does have some staying power. That's why I think he has, like, the appeal to be a Kendrick or J. Cole with a strong fan base and actually, like, you know what I mean? Because those guys Yeah, no, I, I could see him being big because I never saw Future being as big as he is now. So I could see, like, a Roddy Rich being big, especially with the way, like, music's changing. Like, it's not so much just strictly rappers and their talent are getting them to where they are. Um, it's more about your artistry and stuff like that. So I could definitely see it. I'm not saying that he can't make it, but... Yeah, I don't know. I just think right now it's a little bit too early, obviously. But it yeah. is it is a good look for him to be getting the appeal that he's getting. Like and he's I, think, I honestly think he was being genuine because at that point he already had the number one. Yeah, he's a Ghost Stream Bieber. Like you can, it's only good to have that on your side. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't think he was being at first being passive aggressive or anything. Like Ghost Stream and I already like no, yeah, I don't think it. he was being yeah. passive aggressive. But I think then it worked Bieber out because everyone's like, yo, because then people on Twitter started being like, yo, Ronnie yo, has yeah, like one twenty followers yeah. and is still killing it. And like to be fair, like his music is way better than Bieber and Gomez's right now. Like you know what I mean? Like he is deservingly so like as well too so i think a lot of people saw that and so that's why i kind of get like that's why i don't always agree when people like old oh, trash music is like blah 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 like a lot of these artists who actually have appeal and like make craft good music like mac just did two hundred thousand. you know what i mean like oh did he on, yeah I didn't see yeah. the numbers yeah so you know what i'm saying like it's and then eminem did 350 i think but, yeah i know yeah, yeah so i, I think like good music there is an advantage to making good music on top of like a catchy hook also, who the fuck listens to Selena Gomez? I mean, girls, man. I, honestly, and but, like, I've, I've never, like, I know girls who listen to Ariana Grande. I've just never met, like, women. I, I guess maybe she has a younger demographic, but I've never met, like, any woman who's thrown on a Selena Gomez song. Selena Gomez like, also ever. looks, like, perpetually 14 years like, old. ever. And it's creepy. So, like, does, her, so does Ariana, though. 
Yeah, no, Selena I think Gomez looks younger than really. Selena. Like, look at Selena Gomez's face, though. Like, it's like stuck at like thirteen, <laughs> and it's just weird, bud. Like, look oh, at that. Oh yeah, yeah, come yeah. on. We're looking at this photo, get get us some Ariana Grande and compare the two. I still think Ariana looks older. I think okay, Ariana's kind of changed her look more yeah, so now. I mean, because now she looks darker for one. Yeah, too. well, she's obviously doing um, fucking Latin face right now. <laughs> I didn't realize like what is she like? She's like pure white, like isn't she like she she's uh Italian, I believe Italian. So, because her her brother was on like Big Brother. She see she looks older though than Gomez now. Like Gomez. Yeah, yeah, she like, looks okay. She does look older than Gomez. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Yeah, like her face looks weird. But yeah, um, I've never yeah I've never really heard anyone being like yo let's blast that new Selena Gomez. Like, I honestly confuse her. I always confused Ariana Grande Gomez and Vanessa Hudgens. Hudgens. <laughs> yo, Vanessa I, Hudgens was my shit. I used back to the thought day. I thought like all three of them were just the same like <laughs> white girl playing like Latin for all of it. <laughs> Uh, I think Vanessa Hudgens is Latin, though. Yeah, I know. Probably one of them. <laughs> and Selena, Selena Gomez is definitely Latin. Although she didn't really claim it at first. But yeah, but I mean, that's a whole other story. Yeah, that's a whole other story. They're still appropriating my culture. Um, <laughs> <laughs> JK. <laughs> I was going to say something about cheating and... <laughs> <laughs> Toxicity is my culture. <laughs> and Latin Americans, but I'm not going to go there. Uh, um... Mac Miller's album, I didn't really listen to it, um, but I did like, I heard the Woods song and I heard good news. Um, I think this is great just to keep like Mac in our thoughts and to keep his legacy alive and like just so that we don't kind of just forget about him as an artist and what he was able to accomplish. Um, and especially for like the trajectory that he went in in terms of his life, like he should be a good example of like what you can do. Um, but I don't, well, like, I do think it's great that they put out an album and like his estate was behind it and like they were down to do this. But I usually don't like these like posthumous, yeah, post posthumous, posthumous albums just because like it's usually the label that's just trying to garner money from it and like usually it's usually the estate as well too who's like in a bad financial place so they're trying to make money off of it. I think in this sit in this example in this situation it's done like tastefully so like I don't have any issues with the Mac one. But just seeing it in the past like when XXS yeah. When Triple X passed away, his was like terrible. Like they were putting out like super unfinished songs that were like not meant to be released. And, well, and like, they knew that they were just gonna get so many streams mom, as well. And, too. But somehow she still had control of it too. Yeah. And that was Mac had a good relationship with a parent, his parents. Um, and I think Mac is independent. Mac's been around too. for a while too more though. So money wise, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. The and family's it, been taken care of for years. Yeah. And he's independent, so I'm pretty sure they get the money from it. Yeah. Um, so like it goes back to his like, estate, but they were also out there like the Mac, like they canceled um, documentaries on him stuff yeah. too that would have made the money, but they like you know what I mean. I think like I I don't really know his story and stuff like Max either with his family, but I kind of get that like well off suburb vibe from them too. So they're not whereas like you know a healthy relationship yeah with their parents, whereas like ex his mom. You know what I mean? He didn't even grow up with her half the time. Yeah. So that obviously changes the dynamic as well. But honestly, I can't... I don't know, man. I was trying to think about this either because people when people were comparing basically the parents being in charge of these albums and stuff, right? And like, being like, oh, this sounds blah, blah, blah. But could you imagine like my mom in charge of my rap album? Like people are going to make all these assumptions about her that she's greedy and stuff too. This woman does not have an ear for rap music. Like, But yeah, I don't don't know... Sorry, like you could take advantage of my mother, so like she would have my best interest in heart, and like wouldn't care about money that much. But like, she would get manipulated and have like people around her easily. And you know, when people like, oh, my mom did a bad job over it. You know what I mean? But like, it's an older woman. Like, 
it's it's not necessarily as dark as people act over it. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure people say the same thing about my parents that came down to like you know what as they do about exes. But like you're you're expecting these older women to like you know what I mean? Like they'd be like, oh yeah, we're just gonna put this music out, get some cash. I'd be like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like yeah, I'm not a musician and stuff. I don't know. That's just my perspective. Well, like, how involved were they in this process though? I don't think they were that involved in in terms Max. of like yeah, in terms of crafting yeah, the album. They were, they were I think they're just axing things though. Like they're like, no, that's not going and stuff as well. And you think so? I think, I think they were just giving like I thought they just gave permission for the album to be put together. I don't know if they actively had their hands yeah, no, for in sure, choosing like what songs. No, were going I don't think the where. mom was in the studio, but maybe they like they were able to get people who were more had Max like best interest in heart. Yeah, like you know, his versus close like, friends. And yeah, stuff. you know what I mean? And like I like I said, Max situation being independent and having that strong fan base though already though and everything just made for a much better situation. Yeah. Um when it comes to things too. When it comes so. to this, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. So that's all. Like, um I'm not I'm not also not willing to like like people gave ex's mom so much shit, but like I'm dead. My legacy is whatever. Get paid mom. Like for me, that's how it'd be anyways. Yeah, but it was just like like I see what you're saying. But you didn't put out great albums before that, anyway. I know like, that's you know true. What I mean? They were kind of like, like people act like broken. When but that's what you have when you like that. Honestly, that's the bad. Like same with Juice and stuff. Like apparently he would get in the studio every day and he has like two thousand songs. But like I don't care how talented you are and stuff. Like so many of those are going to be trash throwaways. And obviously leaving those behind, people are going to be like put them out though. Like you know what I mean? It just happens. A matter of fact. I just think it should have been. They should have taken more care of doing it though. Like, it shouldn't have just been, like, oh, yeah, like, just throw all these shitty-ass songs and, like, let's see where it goes. Like, they could have at least um, maybe got, like, maybe not other artists to hop on it, but maybe, like, clean them up a little bit more. Like, made them a bit more, like, listenable than just throwing yeah, out, like, I don't know. These, these are, like, these are like bare bone, like, him just, like, saying a whole bunch of gibberish on a lot of songs that they threw out. And, like, oh, like, let's just do they this They also money. weren't, or, like, X still wasn't around that much. Or and, at like, least cut it down. in jail and on probation a lot, too, and stuff. Like, you know what I mean? I don't, I think there's less to work with than people act as well. And, like, it's hard to put together music when you don't have that person there. You can't get them back into the studio to do more vocals or, like, change, like, 30 seconds of it as well, too. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I guess... Uh, yeah, I just I think X is overrated anyway. So to me, the way it played out is just they left those legacies. That's the life they lived, and I think it's a good reflection of the music who the, and the stuff. That All right. Made. So what do you think of the album? Was it good? Did you like it? Max. Just yeah. Like quick, I mean, it's, quick Max never review. been like I was really into his young when I was younger, like frat college party type music. Yeah. And he's always made good music, and I can appreciate that. But I'm not sitting down and listening to like a Mac album a year later. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's a couple good songs. Like honestly. Like, his situation and the fact... I've actually gotten his music more just because I know how much he's ex- struggled with addiction and health. And his music's, like, good to reflect on that. But it's also kind of sad. I'm not trying to listen to it all the time. It was a good album. Yeah. It's not, like... It's not something I was listening to, like, be two or three for. years yeah, ago, yeah, yeah. put my kids on type thing. But it's a good album. It's definitely better than Eminem's. <laughs> and, like, I know people who really, really like Mac liked it. So I can appreciate that. I'm going to give it a sit down and, like, listen to the whole thing and, like, see what I feel about it. Uh, maybe even, like, write a review if if I listen to it enough. Um, but I do like Mac. Like, I've always liked his, uh, his I think it was Red Dot music. What is it? What's that Red album? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Watching Movies with the Sound Off. That yeah, was the yeah, album yeah. that, like, really put me on to him. Like, I listened to his stuff prior to that, but it was just, like, songs here and there. But this was an album where I felt like it was his best, like, cohesive body of work um Whoa, was that, that 2012 when that came out 2013 
Damn. And then yeah, that's when I that's when I really became like a Mac fan. And that was so. seven years. Like I remember being. I know too. I, remember I know being it's crazy. In like college <laughs> in my junior year and like playing like all because no no you weren't in college in 2013. Yeah, I was. Dude, I was in university. Yeah, I would. My I would took me six years to finish. Oh, okay. I was like, I was in university. No, but no, but he had that, that was like, that official my third year. I, I remember when he came out like 2010, like when YouTube was first popping, and he had those like college frat party songs. Yeah, like, yeah I'm yeah. a dude of the world with my Donald. He had that song about Donald Trump, Donald Trump like yeah. those party songs. That's what I'm saying. I remember like blasting that when I was like 20 and like going at it. And now he's. I went to saw him live at some small club, and he got so blackout and couldn't even finish the song. <laughs> he's like 17. He's like, I can't drink like Canadians, and like got blackout. Uh, that's like, for real. That's what he actually said. He's like, y'all. Drink Oh, too man. hard but we kind of do still i think we yeah no for sure hard. bro like canadians go way harder than like americans because it's cold out here though that's why yeah and because our alcohol is stronger like there they get like natty lights that are like three percent yeah that's disgusting yeah uh anyways but yeah he makes good music like i just i can't believe he's been around 10 years what do you any what like yeah because it, it's been over 10 years yeah, and he died at 26 years, yeah, yeah. 26 so he's making music since he was like 15 16 yeah wild um this eminem surprise album what's your beef with it though it's just there's nothing like. Have you heard the entire thing though to judge it? Though I've, I listen. I like, like. Have you I, actually listened? I listened to, listen to it. like the the most like recommend. I listened to them all like like trying to hear it. And I just can't, man. I just can't, <laughs> I can't. I can't. Like I rattle. I can't. And I went. And I went. And I went. Like eminent. Yo, Chris. Chris Delia yeah, needs to yeah, come exactly. back with another one of those so, videos. And it's just like I can't, man. It's so like what's the, what's what's the word for like sonically like aesthetically like. The lyrics sound good. Aesthetically unpleasing or like no, pleasing? but that's visually. So like when you hear something, like it's the lyrics are good and like it's just something that he can never craft and put like that I want to listen to. Like there's just always something off about it. Like his rhyme, like it's just I just no. No. <laughs> I think it's just because he's so rapidly rap now, but I think that these songs are more crafted towards him not like rapping so much. Oh yeah. But um, it's good for Eminem fans, but I just can't no, oh, so you're, you're just over a late forties guy. Okay. <laughs> like, of course I'm on torrent. I'm driving a Porsche over the floorboards, over the four points. While you're in the four tours, getting an abortion and a divorce at the same time. They hear supporting. Once you get an abortion and a divorce at the same time. I'm planning to do all this while you're panicking and you're looking and staring at mannequins. And I'm going to fanikins trying to get up a planikins. <laughs> All of the planikins, sanikin, fan, fan, panikins. Well, all the panikins, sanikin, and in a cabana. You're in a cab. I'm in a cabana and a chant. I'm in a cabana chant and all the stand up banner. Well, you don't got the stamina, you're lacking the stamina. You're lacking the stamina while you're divorcing Harrison Ford and I'm in a Porsche and a Ford Porsche. While I'm on torrent. Using way too many napkins. Papkins. Lapkins and chapkins. You're using chapstick and napkins while I'm papkin. Flapping around like a papkin. <laughs> Flamming a babbit and pan a champkin. Damn it. Yo, I've never seen that one. Fa- I've seen other ones, but I've never seen that one. Yeah, no, me neither. Wow, that oh, one was man. actually hilarious. <laughs> I'm in a cabana. Ooh, I'm in a cabana. You ain't got the stamina. <laughs> With the four boards. Whilst you're, di- whilst you're divorcing, here's the board. <laughs> no, your voice is too deep for that. In the bush. Oh my god! Holy shit! Yeah, that's funny. Hey, I know um, that's played out, but like, I know Eminem no, no, fans. Like, a couple of my boys are huge. Eminem oh yeah, I know. I know people they, who ride or die from. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna give it a look. I'll give it a check because I, I think I, I listened to one of the songs and it was pretty dope. So, like, like I was listening there. I was like sitting with this girl and I was like, we we're listening and 
like it was just awkward. Like you can't like vibe out to Eminem. Like you can't like just like smoke a J and play some Eminem because like it just, yeah, it's like, more so like, like you got to be. And like, one of the songs was like super dark. It was like uh, I can't remember. It was good. Like listen, it was the one about like killing himself or whatever. Some like or a school shooting. It was one of those like I can't remember. Oh, I got to check that out. Yeah, and it was good. Like you're like. That's one of those things with Eminem, like, you know it's good, but I just don't enjoy it. It's, like, the same way of, like, international film festivals. Like, you know, like, you know it's good. This is art. Yeah. But, but it's, like, boring as fuck yeah. yeah, like, you know what I mean? That's Eminem for me. Like, I still, like, I, I, like if someone with, like, lyricism, like, he's probably the best lyricist, like, ever. He's um, up there. I don't like, know if he's top the, ever, like, but he's up there. I think there. if you combine, like, pop appeal and being able to okay, hang yeah, with, yeah, like, yeah, underground yeah, for guys. for sure. Then, yeah. That's, yeah, that's he what I'm is, saying. Yeah, he is number so, one. So, yeah, but I just, like... He'll never go in my top ten. <laughs> wow, is that too much? Yeah, that's disrespectful. How I think I think he's got to be in everyone's. Top I can understand 10 if you put least. him in his top ten, but he's just not in my personal top. 10. Oh, he's okay in your personal one. Yeah, yeah like I thought I you get, meant like you. I'll never like clown anyone. One. But I also will like I don't. Do you, do you know any black people that Eminem's in their top three, top five? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, message me and explain yourself. <laughs> if any of y'all are listening, <laughs> explain yourself. I do know. Like someone. I know. Like I got this one white friend who literally hates his mom. Oh, and, so that's prime. Yeah, and lo- like literally, Eminem was his new dad. Like <laughs> in his mind, his dad died, and Eminem took over. Stan, and I was like, hey, "Yo, how do you like the new album?" He's like, "He's like, I locked myself in my room for twenty four hours, and then I listened nonstop. It just hit Stan. me like, every spot." Yeah, I'm just like, "White people are crazy." <laughs> that's that's the name of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got a couple. Chris Chris Delia. Now he's in. He's in you. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So do you good. want to talk about you or do you want to? Yo! Okay, let's talk about you. You slaps, bro. Like, I got put onto the show by a friend of mine, um, and I've since been. Well, I've watched all. The we need episodes. a hood, you. Though. So we need the <laughs> a black, black version. Yeah, we need it, yo. Starring Gabe. Yeah, like <laughs> yo, all some of the memes that you seen that like I'm in love with you. Yeah, oh yeah, the Roadsman one too. Like the like Toronto guy, like you, Ute instead of you. Like there's oh, I haven't seen that, yo. You gotta send those. Uh yeah, that sounds oh, fucking yeah, hilarious. Been on Twitter and stuff. Yeah, so uh, I haven't honestly, seen none I started, of those. like yeah, it's I don't know the mo- like it's so ridiculous. Obviously, like he's oh, can we talk? Okay, since we're talking about this show, and for anyone who's watched it, we'll try and keep this spoiler free, but there might be some spoilers. There's gonna be spoilers. <laughs> He is he's the worst stalker ever. Like this guy is so yeah. bad. This nigga like, puts a hat on. When, <laughs> and, and thinks no yeah. one's gonna notice yeah. him. This is like <laughs> your stature is pretty like oh, like obvious. Like you're a tall dude. Um you wear the same hat 24-7. So if someone sees you with that hat one time, like they know it's you. I compare him to Dexter, and like Dexter was like well, obviously Dexter was like trained, so like he has a code for it. This guy just became a stalker out of yeah. nowhere and like you can tell like, he's not good at. It. He's doing st- shit in like broad daylight yeah. that you should he not be the, doing. He doesn't take the telescope like, what the down. Fuck? That telescope. He had the telescope in the house when she came over. Like that he was using the watcher. See, okay, so so I thought that at first too, but I don't think that that's crazy. And the reason, like, I mean, the reason, the reason, the reason, the reason why is because you can easily explain no, it and you be can, like, but and like, like, oh, I look at the stars. Of course, but I look you're up already the stars. doing hundred things. How hard is it just knock that shit over and like hide? I I get that won't sell it completely or get rid of it, but like just do your due diligence. If you're gonna be out here murdering numerous people, yeah, I agree take down that. the like telescope, okay? Like I, I get that, like I could get away with that because I'm not out here actually murdering people. But if I'm gonna like, that's why it's weird. And like, there's so much shit. They're just like crazy to me. And like, he, how do they not catch on? He starts killing so many people all of a sudden. And like, honestly though, the one thing I can relate to is other people. You, Tread carefully, sir. Other no, no, no. This is okay. This is true for all humans, and people don't want to admit this. Is you have an excuse. 
for everything you do. There's an explanation. There's a reason behind it. There's like whatever. If you did yeah. something shitty, you know your true intentions. You can justify it. But every time someone does something to you, it's the simple. Oh like, yeah, they're crazy. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean. You that's just, just them completely. And this yeah. is that's just that no, on that's steroids. A fact. That's a fact. And this I've, I can. There's a really good quote on it, like from like a philosopher. That's so true in regards to that. And that's that's one of my favorite things because that was one of the things I always think about is. Like, you judge people on their actions. Oh, you judge people on their actions, but you judge, judge yourself on your intentions. Intention, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, like, that's why you got me because that's exactly what it is. And that's what I do all the time. Like, I'm a judgmental piece of shit. So when he's rolling through the house and he's, like, remember first season? And, like, can, what's it, Candace or whatever? Candace, The, girl, yeah, the, the girl's obsessed yeah, yeah, with Candace. the other girl. No, what, the first season. Not Candace. The one from first season. When, Guinevere Beck. Guinevere. But the other girl, who, the rich one. That was obsessed with her. Remember her friend? Oh, her friend. Uh, yeah, Peach, Peach. she was Peach. Was, Peach was watching her, and yeah, she's like, yeah. "You crazy bitch! <laughs> yeah. You're watching both of them. You're watching both of them like a psycho." Yo, he's like, that is Peach true. is nuts. I need to protect you. This guy's just finished murdering someone, <laughs> and then he's watching her watch her. And this guy is like, "Ah, Peach is crazy. Like, I need to protect you." It's like you ended up killing them both. No, that's so true. That that too, but like also on Peach's end because Peach was saying that she was like worried about um about him but like she was watching she was watching her too so oh like, yeah you guys are both creeping both on the same shit, woman but it's still it's, um it's such a reflection of like humanity in a to a degree yeah but i mean his was definitely the next level like he was like, oh he yeah killed, like we're not, her not, friends and like a whole bunch of people that were close to her um which to me is like stupid because like if you're gonna kill the people closest to her like obviously they're gonna come back and like it's gonna come back and bite you in the ass yeah so, like i don't know how you're not more secretive and like the the urine thing was hilarious to me because like he got he he took a piss in the oh urine yeah I totally jar. forgot about that and then I was just like bro like you're just leaving your you're just gonna, pee yeah all you're just gonna leave it there but like honestly but that's the reality like killers aren't for the majority most killers aren't meticulous like geniuses they're just yeah. idiots who bumble around and murder <laughs> like that's how it is the reality of it is like you know what I mean so it's actually more realistic the only thing I hated about it too though is like. Like, if people could die as easy as that in real life, I'd have body, I would have a body count. Like, he <laughs> yeah. pushes them down the stairs and they all crack their head. <laughs> yeah. And it's like this, like, lame way where you can, like, talk about it. Like, I'd rather him just been straight up, like, gutted them and just, like, admit it that he's, like. Dude, a lot of his situations didn't even need to, like, be murders, too. Like, yeah, I know. Like, his, he had to get like, so mad to, yeah, like, his take first, his head. Yeah, his take, when he took his ha- thing off when Chris Delia was sitting there because he got so mad, like, took his hood off. Oh, yeah. I was like, like we're an idiot. What, what the fuck I, are you doing? Yeah. Like, like why is this your move right now? And you're, you have someone hostage yourself. and you're getting mad that he's mad at you? Yeah. Like, how dare you? It's like, what? What? <laughs> oh, man. Also, when people, like, approached him, like, the dude that was abusing his wife or his girlfriend, like, when he got in a fight with him, like, a lot of times he just pulls out his weapon out of nowhere, like, to yeah. stab them. I'm like... Just fight. Like, there's no need to pull out the weapon. Like, <laughs> yeah. your life really wasn't in that much danger. But yeah, good show, though. Like, yeah, it's it, like, it was a good binge. And it is. It, it is such a good binge. You got me, like, hooked. And, like, everyone. It's weird, though, because I didn't hear nearly. Okay, this is one of the things also that I have to consider is. So, when the first season came out, it was pretty popular. But there was not nearly as many memes and stuff like that. And, like, all over social media. Versus the second season, it blew, oh, yeah, blew up. Oh, yeah, yeah, Do you think that's. So, like, I know for a fact movie and music companies pay people to make memes like for advertisement now yeah like you know they get those like do you think that there was like that was organic and it just became way more popular second season or um netflix I think... was just like boom because i did not like I've, i watched it the first week it dropped first season and i did not hear nearly as much on social media and stuff the way i did second season yeah no this is this is a good topic because i think netflix has such a pulse on 
social media that they know how to like get their shows popping and like make make people like meme the shit out of their stuff. Because I remember like when Disney Plus came out, everyone was like, "Oh yeah, like this is oh it's game over for Netflix." Netflix is still number one. Yeah, like, Netflix, is, look, Netflix hasn't flinched yet. They're still putting out quality Netflix fucking shows. Netflix is so shows. ingrained in culture, it's insane. Yeah. The Netflix and chill meme is probably the biggest <laughs> meme ever. If you think about it, like, let's, that's our Ness article. Let's like, let's talk about the <laughs> biggest memes of all time. That's true. Netflix and chill Netflix, is probably number one, yo. But yeah, like, Netflix is so, like, they, like any all their shows that come out, like, they end up becoming, like, huge memes online. That, like, people are just, like, so ingrained and, like, able to... To, like, dig into. I know, like, Disney had uh, The Mandalorian, and they had their whole, like, Baby Yoda. But now that that show's off, like, they haven't really had anything else other than that. I think there's definitely probably m- more money put into making the memes that way that they got more exposure. But I think word of mouth is huge, too, because I know people who watched the first season were telling me to watch it. And, like, I never really checked out this show. But once the second season so came out, you saw out, some of the memes and, and stuff though, and that made you want yeah, to and watch. that made me that, like, that kind of made me more appeal. I totally to forgot it about. It. I, saw like, I liked the first season, but I totally forgot about it. Yeah, and then I saw the memes and I want to be more a part of it. And then, <laughs> yeah, I think, I think once once more than like two or three people tell me to watch a show, then I'm like, okay, like I probably should check the show out. So I remember in when I, I went to New York in 2016, 2017, uh, right before I moved to Toronto, and I met a guy who was like. He was like a writer and a musician, and I was like, "Oh, we're talking about he had like a bunch of money." And somebody mentioned he's like, "Yeah, I don't make any money off music or writing." I was like, "Oh, how?" He's like, "He's like, I literally made seventy thousand dollars off making memes this year." And I was Jesus. like, "Jesus, yeah." He's like, "Companies of this was 2016, so I didn't even believe him at this point, but now 100 percent believe." Oh him. yeah, for sure. Like this guy, he's like literally, I get like five thousand. He's not even a huge like influence or anything. The like the con the companies contact him to make memes for the, like other memers to get. Like so, he makes the meme and then sends it to like whatever, um, like World Star or whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean, and then gets like ten grand from that. Which is crazy. That was five years ago. So imagine now. Yeah, now the money. It's got to be a combination of both. Like Netflix makes good product, but they're definitely have their fingers in that too. For sure, there's that. They definitely tap into the memers and stuff like that. So I just got Amazon um, Prime though, so I'm pretty hyped about that. I just gotta <laughs> check that out now. My sister has an account, so I think like we have it now too. Yeah, um, you you order it, get an Amazon Prime account, you get the movie thing too. With that's it. the thing, yo. If you just know enough people who have something, you can all just like share your fucking oh, account for like, sure, yeah, man. Yeah. Like and not have to like fucking buy it yourself. Um, bro I have like I, I've signed up for so much free stuff for a month too and then instead of I just like I can't even remember what I signed up for yeah. so I just cancel my debit card <laughs> to get rid of it because I can't like I just so don't want to cancel it so all can't yeah. Pay them, yeah. yeah so I'm just gonna get a new card and just go in because like who owns their Netflix account I don't even own my Netflix account and I yeah. know like a lot of people who have Netflix but they don't own their accounts so exactly like, like yeah everyone has them and your cousin using and whatever yeah. and stuff and, yeah Netflix is still out here number one in terms of streaming um like shows i think they just have they're, they're just so deep in like how much they've invested in all these new shows and like i said with their meme culture like they're just number one with it um last topic that i want to touch on since we're talking about netflix the aaron hernandez doc Oof. came out i really want to watch this because obviously the whole aaron hernandez story is it is mind-blowing the fact that this guy was an nfl player um then he got into murder and then ended up taking his own life all, not all because of CTE, but CTE definitely played a huge role in just his manic behavior oh, and sure. what, what went his down. His brain was riddled with it once they looked at it. Dude, yeah. I remember seeing the graph that they put out, and there's just like massive holes in yeah. his fucking brain. But this is what like, people... 
like obviously this is what people don't understand like i literally went like i saw a huge shift in my personality yeah when i went through concussions and stuff yeah so yeah he like this is the thing people are like oh we can't also use an excuse but it really but you can it be, lowers it can your inhibition be, yeah. yeah it like obviously he was changes, an angry violent changes, person yeah, ahead but this this will push it like there's yeah. things where i would snap like after my concussions that i would like i would have got mad about yeah. and i was always on the edge but after the concussions and all the trauma, it definitely like went off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was like it obviously he's not a good guy, but it takes a bad guy and makes him worse. Yeah. Is what I think a lot of people understand. Like, oh, we don't want to use an excuse. It's like it's not an excuse. But even that, it it changes you like mentally, physically, just how you carry yourself in general. Oh, for like, sure. Bro, espe- especially with like the density of his, like he had huge holes in his brain. And even like even like small holes are like enough for like dementia and stuff like that. So the fact that he had these massive fucking like circles in his brain had to have mean that he was functioning on like a completely different level you know that wasn't like crazy rational. to me though is he stopped playing at 24. I stopped playing at 24. Like you know what I mean? Like no, but I'm just no, I was saying like because people think it's like Oh, you, like, oh shit. No, it is scary though because like No, no, yeah, for sure. It, it, like for you sure. know what I mean because you always associate with these long-time 17-year-old 17-year like professionals and stuff. But like he he went 4 years right away and then got drafted and played 2 years. So he's only 24, 25. I played 6 years in college. Yeah. So many do other guys like you know, they play 5 or 6 years in college too. So it's like it's not like a high school guys they're finding people in high school who are killing themselves or have CTE and stuff. So that's what's so scary. Um, like honestly, I literally I, this might be too much of a dude. Got a got a ball football man. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, that's what I tell everyone. Eventually, now, like down the line, should, you it should be rugby. That's what it should turn into. Like you know what I mean? It's the helmets though. That's yeah, why like, the helmets are weapons. Feel like yeah. The, yeah, they go crazy with it. But the thing is, like I literally never even like from till twenty four. I think I maybe cried once or twice. And yeah. then after the concussion stuff, I literally start like just having crying spells for no reason. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? It's like, and that to me just proved how much like it, it rewires you, yeah. your brain. Yeah. Sure. Like, you know what I mean? Like you know, huge personality traits become completely different because you got smashed in the head. Yeah, no, that's real for but, sure. Yeah. The documentary. So the documentary, I don't think was that, it was weird. It was, it was, the information was so good that anyone could have made it. Like, you know what I mean? Like the topic was so interesting. Yeah. I think there's a lot of poor, they've really focused on this high school guy that was friends with him. It was so creepy. Yeah. Like they had hooked up and like slept together. Like Aaron Hernandez was gay. Like, did you hear this part? I well, I knew I knew that information came out yeah. after when he so, passed. But, like, but you I could tell. I didn't know if that was like a real thing, but, or like, if they just kind of threw that out there. No, it was a real thing, but it was like creepy. The way like you could just tell these people were, were talking about it because like he was like still in love with Aaron Hernandez and like the fact they like ignore like is he in the documentary like he's speaking on the his, guy yeah like, yeah yeah he's oh, like, okay. but you could tell like he was like exaggerate like. The idea that like Aaron, he can he can be bisexual, like you know what I mean. Like they yeah. act like oh, because he had gay sex in high school that he was like completely into men only and stuff. Like a lot of things were just done kind of poorly, but it, like the the information in that, like we could have put together a dope Aaron Hernandez documentary. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it could have been done way better. And they went over certain topics a lot. Honestly, I think they focused way too much on a sexuality. For like three series, like you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's like, like three hours. It's really not, like yeah, like it's not as like they made it act like he was repressed, so he murdered. You know what I mean? Yeah. When it's just like I don't. I so honestly, is it worth a watch though? Yeah, hundred okay. percent, because the story is just dope. But like you can watch the first two episodes and like get it. It's just honestly like re- repetitive and stuff. True, too. but it's definitely like super like interesting and a good like time kill and stuff. But like I way rather have said like seen a different um, person produce it. I mean, just a quick point, though. This is, like, kind of off topic. You did say that he was bisexual, so, like, it seems more so that he might have just been into I guys. I mean, that kind of just... When you say you're bisexual, that does put you in the box of 
you're gay. Because like guys, when, yeah. For when guys look at yeah, when guys look at you, they're just like, oh, like they automatically assume you're gay. But then when women look at you, like they don't really want to deal with you. Like there's a lot of women out there who don't deal with like oh for if, sure. If you say you're bisexual, that you slept with another man, a woman's gonna be like, no, like I'm not into that. Like yeah, I have, I always ask. Like I've asked so many so. girls like who are like at, who are like super open and like you know they have tons of gay friends and everything. Yeah. I'm like, well, like. What if like your boyfriend like was bi? Like, yeah, no, no like, chance. No, yeah, like, exactly. I wouldn't expect that answer from them. And I guess I mean it's what I'm not gonna take this head on. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Versus <laughs> I, like, I just girl, make a quick like, point. I know on like that. my friend like just casually like one of my girl like this girl she just casually mentioned like I never even knew she was lesbian or like bisexual yeah. or anything. She just casually mentioned she's had a girlfriend for six months, and I just kind of went eh, oh whatever. But if you were like, yo, I have a boyfriend, I'm like scratch the record. <laughs> hold on, hold on. What? Wait. Like, don't get me wrong. I would be very happy for Papa, and I will be when he does tell me. I'm, I'm but, not gay, <laughs> but you know what I mean. It's for like when she told me, like I've had two girls in the last year, be like, yeah, I'm bi now, and I have a girlfriend. It's like dope. Best of luck. But if my boy said that, I wouldn't be mad, but it would be like a sit down, like nigga, what? Yeah, it's, what? it is. Yeah, it's it's definitely get, a double, it's a double standard. Yeah, it's huge double standard for sure. Um, but I think this is the way like guys are wired though. Like when a girl's into a girl as a guy, you're like, oh, that's attractive because like yeah. it just shows that that girl has like a sexual drive towards herself which makes her more attractive in your eyes which kind of goes back to our whole point of why these guys pass around the same girls is because you hear about how like sexually active they are then you're like oh i want a piece of that it's yeah. essentially what happens yeah. they're coveted too like. um antonio brown might have ct that's why he wants to probably yeah, rap, we get him talk like antonio brown just i feel bad for him do you see the most recent what happened like yelling at his mom or his wife in front of the kids and shit i like, did before, not it was, like, see that's it all but, fun and entertaining. Yeah, but now but he's, he's screaming it like, seems like stupid yeah, bitches he's like, got some issues yeah it was like this is just sad like everyone goes like this everyone kind of just was like that's it like he's obviously completely out insane it's not like it's not even entertaining it was just like really depressing yeah because he's obviously completely off his rocker like live streaming screaming at his the mother of his children on television on like instagram for millions to see and he's, that's the thing no one's really gonna help him in this situation like no. they're just gonna kind of let him go to the wayside well, but like honestly like happens. it's hard to help guys like that because they're for so, sure he's for so sure. convinced he's right yeah that's true too like I, I do think there is a part of him that just like he probably wouldn't even accept the help yeah to be honest. like it's a bad combination um, of obviously his mental health issues but he's also like a narcissist like you know what i mean he is someone who like is very into himself and thinks he can't be wrong so it's just a bad yeah. combination but I mean, hopefully, hopefully, I mean, he can yeah. get some of the help. Usually, they like don't till you're broke and rock bottom. Like, yeah, which, you know what I mean, like Delante, which was sad too. When I saw that video, man, I was like, "What the fuck?" Like yeah. he seemed like he was on the right path a little while after too. Yeah, like, after his he career, out, yeah. he came back and like he was spoke about. He it did have like, some issues, but then like he got back on the right track and like I guess now he's. But he's and he's always he's seen like bad, he's a lot easier space. to have sympathy for than Brown. Oh yeah, like, because he's, he's been he's been like dealing a, with it yeah. for his entire career. and he's always admitted it too. Yeah, that too. You know what I mean. So it's it's a lot easier. Look, a lot of people did reach out. Honestly, though, like I know it's hard to be like, lots of people don't want help and stuff. But I can't fathom that like some like something like Delonte West like that can even hit that rock bottom. Like the NBA should automatically have to put a roof over this guy's head. Like at times, yeah, like, yeah. I know. Don't get me wrong. I know for a fact how hard it is to help some of these people, and they will go disappear and get drugs and all that. But like, just the fact that like, I think the it's fa- such an exclusive club. Yeah, to I was gonna the say NBA. the NBA is like a fraternity. Like, like NFL, I get so, it even more. But like, it's to there's get so in there, few players that four hundred of them, exactly, and like, yeah. he, and ones who stuck around for more than three seasons. Yeah, it's just like it's a damn shame. No, I agree with that hundred percent. Like. I think they should have some kind of like 
aid towards yeah. players like, like, on, that like after, yeah pay 100k to send like two people to follow him like you know what I mean? <laughs> but I, no but like reality like more should be done i know it's impossible because it's not impossible it's it almost it's a billion dollar you, industry you can't <laughs> hold people unless they break the law you can't hold people like you know what i mean they can't lock them up and follow them like you know what i yeah, mean yeah like, for sure he's but gonna I mean, want to sneak like off and have, do some drugs they and should shit. have some facilities or something oh, to help they these should guys do more post, yeah. but it like it is also there's like, it, there's the the line between people's rights and trying to protect them too you know what i mean yeah all right that'll pretty much do it for episode 43 of the pops culture podcast uh we are back for 2020 um it's gonna be a huge year because 2019 wasn't really the greatest towards the end but oh, for me personally i always feel like the positive years like the positive number years like 18 16 14 are usually oh my, my better God. years are my better years than my odd ones for whatever reason fucking <laughs> astrology okay you get these numbers. yo astrology's real bro. but do you ever take a year quick do you ever take a year like for me i can't ever like i thought 2016 was trash but it was a great really year. Uh, yeah no but i'm saying but the at the time, i never leave the year being like yo that was dope it takes me a few years to be like oh that oh, was you know what um, i mean so like, do you ever actually get out the year though like 20, no, 2018 when I got out, I was like, yo, that was a dope year. I felt that. 2016, I'll agree at first. I didn't really think it was super dope like when I left it. But then looking back on it later on, I was just like, yo, 2016 was a really good year. So that one that one did take me some time to look back. I'm not saying 20, 2017 was good too for me. It wasn't bad. I'm just saying I usually feel like my You met me, so that's the best year of your life. So. My positive years. Yo, I still remember the first time I actually met you in class. I was like, because obviously you're black. So I was like, all right, it's good to see some color in this bitch. So it was me, you, Alex. And I was just like, okay, like, there's some of us in here. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just seemed, I thought you were like one of those cool dudes. So I'm like, yo, like, I should probably be like situate myself to talking towards this guy a little bit more. See what he's about. And now, <laughs> two years later, wow. here we are, yo, man. Yo, it's been like three years now. Yeah, Yo, yeah, three, that, yeah, yeah. Actually, it has been three years. Who thought Holy you were shit, gonna open that like treasure chest of? I know, set, right? Yeah, right. Like you get I there, you don't even know I what thought, you're getting I thought into. You were just, I thought you were just like some cool dude. Like you, you like the way you were, like that you carried yourself. I'm like, yo, this guy seems like a cool dude. Like he probably like fucks bitches. Because like, <laughs> my mentality going into the program was like, we're all here to like get a career afterwards. So, like I'm not gonna be like fucking around like I was in like regular yeah, university. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm actually gonna be taking it seriously. But I was like. I wonder if there's anyone else here who still, like, drinks and is, like, down to go out. And when I saw him, I'm like, all right, he seems like a guy who still wants to, like, drink and go out and, like, fucks around and shit. So I was like, all right, let me at least talk to him and see what he's about. And then, yeah. I mean, you weren't wrong. There's just no, so yeah, much for sure. more to me. But it's so funny. But, yeah. like, after talking to you, though, I didn't think that you were into, like, doing that stuff until later on. Like, it wasn't until, like, maybe, like, a few months in that I realized people were down to, like, go out and get drinks and shit. Because at first, all, I thought all of us were just strictly about like business. Like, young professionals. And, like, yeah, like just it. being, like... We're all here to like do a job or whatever and like not fuck well, around. Like, that's like, no then, one's, like, later on. Just, like, no oh, one's actually like, normal. Being yeah. de- classified as normal is how well you're able to hi- like to hide, your put yourself genius. forward, your best foot forward, and then like, oh, and man. then you get a feeling for like that's how you make friends. You get a feeling for who's a degenerate and who's oh, not. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So it's always it's always interesting that like aspect of things. Like you find like you get that one work friend too who's like wild, who's and, wild like, and yeah, yeah into the same shit. You're like, oh, okay, it's like yeah. Anyway. And then you find out that everyone else is like that. Yeah, um, yeah. Real quick, who you got for Super Bowl, whatever number fucking we're at. 54, uh, I got KC. It's, it's their Really? Year. Andy Reid's got it. I, honestly, as an Eagles fan, like, I do want Andy Reid to get it because he's been, like, he's been trying for so long. And even though he, when he coached our team, I hated him because he never had the balls to fucking make the right decision at the right time, like throwing a red flag and challenging a play that needed to be challenged. Um, 
So I, I was pissed, like watching yeah, him. But he's but, still a good. Guy. But he, like, yeah, he is a good and dude, he gave and he's a good, good coach. Year. Yeah, like, but didn't like, have enough to get over the. No, but like Eagles I fans were lucky, man. I know, but I always wanted to get over the hump. And yeah, he just no, wasn't, for sure. He just wasn't the it was guy, his time to so go. It was, it was his time to yeah, go. He family. just wasn't the guy. So but, like, yeah. as that and looking back, I'm like, I don't have any animosity towards him. So like, I do want him to win, but I just feel like defense wins championships, and the 49ers like pass rush is just so good that I just have Super Bowl. I always just go with my heart though. Like I'm not. Yeah, so do I. Like, I don't really. I, like, I don't if really I'm sitting down, we're in a sports like podcast. I'm like, well, okay, maybe like Jerry Garofalo. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> unless, but, unless, unless the Pats are in it, then I just always want them to lose. Because yeah, fuck the them. Pats always have to lose. Um, but but, I'm so I, but glad also, I think Mahonzo is also the next level that that um that for Henry's never had. You know, Yo, like, he yeah, can take sure, his faults yeah. and can push him to the next, to the next level. level. And they have so much talent offensively too. It's insane. Like Kareem Hunt and all those guys too. Yeah, and Hill and all that. So I'd like to see it because uh, Mahomes is like part black, so I'm I'm down for that too. Yo, have you <laughs> go go watch videos but, of his girlfriend though? Like even I, as a light skinned dude, is like you can't be doing that, man. Why? Remember What's Russell Russell Westbrook's original first wife that like Russell Wilson or Russell Ru- Westbrook Wilson. Okay, first wife. <laughs> she's the most obnoxious woman ever. She's so unattractive. Like I hate to like. I'm not even gonna go on this, but she's unbearable and makes me like him less. Go, go watch it for tonight. Mahomes. Yeah, Mahomes' girlfriend. Right. Do do your Snapchats. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. All right, as always, guys, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe also, on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and SoundCloud. What do you got to say, bro? Yeah. Also, just quickly, uh, start messaging us. Let us know what you guys want to see. More suggestions. I know some people kind of when I talk to them, like, oh, eventually we start talking, they tell me what they like to hear and see. Feel outright, we're both open to it. Like, yeah, I do need some more criticism. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like when like, everyone's just, like, "Yo, it's so good," I'm like, "Thanks, I appreciate that." But like, is there something that you too, don't but, like or like? Yeah, or like improve? things you want us to add. And so I don't yeah. like criticism. I'm perfect, but there's always things I can get better at. I'm already great at it. But anyways, just let us know. Feel free to slide in any of our DMs. And if you don't know either one of us, like I know we have kind of separate friend group. We still both appreciate it and meeting people. Uh, on the other side of the fence, so let us especially know. Gabe. Yeah, yeah. Toxicity. The amount of girls that are just like, for- yo, what's your co-host's Instagram? I'm like, oh, <laughs> here we go again. Toxic. All right, yo, guys. Wasn't Britney Spears? <laughs> Maybe for the intro for next week. Ah, it's too long. The mood's gone. All right, fair. All right, guys. Peace. Peace. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. 
seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.